A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A very warm welcome to Keeping It Real with Caroline and Sophie. How are you doing, Soph? I'm great, thanks, my angel. How are you? Very, very well. I haven't seen you in ages. It's been a while. We've got a lot to catch up on and a lot to discuss, I feel. My first thing that I would really love to talk to you about are dating sites because... I have a little feeling that there is someone who has touched your heart in some way. And the funny thing is, is that you originally met him on a dating site and then coincidentally met him in real life. So I'd just like to know, what is your opinion on dating sites? Well, first of all, I'd just like to say that Wilma is chewing my shoe over there. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wilma! Don't eat the um, Isabel Morant trainer. Oh Wilma's my cockapoo who has abundances of energy that goes slightly beyond the beyond. I've just been in the park with her for an hour and I swear to goodness gracious me, she ran 100 miles an hour for an hour. Yet to get Wilma to calm down is a little bit of a challenge. Many people have said to me, you know what? It's really interesting, Caroline, that you have a dog like Wilma who doesn't have a shut-off button, an everlasting Duracell battery. It's a little bit like her mom. <laughs> well, I've actually got some good news for you. I, I had a very similar situation with Coco when she was little. Um, she was wild, chased my cats. I mean, she just basically did everything she wasn't supposed to do. Bit the children, nipped everyone's ankles, jumped on every piece of furniture, chewed our shoes. And then after about a year of being the bane of our lives but also a great deal of joy and pleasure obviously we did have a lot of fun with her she then took a total chill pill and now she is the most relaxed happy divine gorgeous creature who I'm happy to call my daughter my one and only daughter <laughs> so you say it takes about a year yeah to uh calm a puppy down to fully train and calm and integrate um a creature into your life i think takes a year yeah darling back to these dating sites i don't yes. know if, if you're uh actually wanting to avoid the subject well or... no i'm not at all i think you know it's a really interesting um concept because basically the way that we used to date and i haven't dated for a very long time uh, properly because I've been married for eight years and prior to that I really only had six boyfriends before I got married. So and dating was about 
meeting somebody through friends, having a flirtation, having a connection, doing your background checks, making sure they're fun and not odd or whatever and kind of going into it but knowing that there was like a support network there and so obviously that doesn't happen anymore the introductions aren't made as frequently and I were at the age where everybody's either married or divorced or if you're not married there's a few reasons probably why you're not married you've either focused on your career or you don't want to have someone serious in your life etc etc so I do think that the dating sites are a great way of meeting people rather than waiting for the introductions but it is scary because you don't have that support network around you so you're literally blind dating you don't know anything about this person Well, what I think is quite interesting, as far as I understand, I haven't actually been on one of these dating sites yet. But as far as I understand, you can really express what you want in a person and you can really say, this is important to me. This is the kind of person I'm looking for. These are the kind of things I like to do. So you can kind of do like a made to order. But what would concern me would be that you're a very beautiful woman. And as soon as you put your physical picture up, there are a lot of people, I'm sure, who would say, I'm your dream man. I'm everything you ever wanted. How you know trustworthy are these? And especially when you don't have anybody, probably who knows this person, and anyone who can say, you know, this is a really, really good guy. So for me, it's kind of been, it's kind of been an area that I didn't really want to tread on. Mm-hmm. But I had a funny experience recently because there are a few very apparently exclusive... Well, I think that's the thing, is there's different levels of dating sites. So you can get your basic Tinder, which could be anybody, which I, I wouldn't go Do you near. know what my daughter said to me yesterday? Mom, you should go on Tinder. I was like, oh my God, I just picked you up from school. Like, where'd that come from? How do you even know that word? Actually, do you know what? I say I would never go on it, but... A f- Two friends of mine have got married and have one's on really it? happily dating. I've never been on it because I'm slightly concerned about, as you say, Can we have a look not at it? being... Could we maybe um, have a look at it? Who they say I mean, I've are. never even seen it. Well, I, I'll show you afterwards. But what, what the one... I'd quite like to see it now. I, do, I don't have it. So we'd have to download it. Oh, I couldn't possibly do it on my phone. <laughs> oh, you see. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you about Raya because that is the dating website that I've been on, oh. which is like Tinder, but it's not as... I don't know how it you have to be invited to join it and then you're I don't know what how you're even vetted but you're basically vetted and then you're allowed to join it but most of the people on it live in the US and for a long time I was um was that where you met your bartender OMG. Is that a oh, yes? Button. Was that a yes or a no? It's an OMG. <laughs> I should leave that down my mouth. <laughs> oh, I'm um, just curious. I, I'm, I'm going to reserve that for a later comment. Okay. I'm, well, I'm trying to tell no you about problem. the app. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no Raj. 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 He's Raj. Didn't you say that was the app? Raya. Oh, Raya. <laughs> Sorry. It started with an R. There was a J in there somewhere. Okay, so Raya. Raya, Raya yeah. is an online forum where you can choose your age range and you put up eight to ten or however many pictures you want to do. They compile a video, you choose your music, and that's what goes out to the people that are on Raya. And then the people on Raya will decide whether they like you and click a heart button if they want to connect with you. And then you'll get a message in your inbox saying, Bruce wants to meet you for a drink. Like I thought you said it was American. <laughs> As far as I know, that was a bit of an Aussie accent there. It could be from anywhere. Oh. To be honest, I've, I have come across a few Aussies on there. There's a lot of footballers. 
I kind of like Aussies. I like their really laid back. It's kind of quite sporty, I think, and actors. So there's, I have actually connected with Chandler from Friends, but we never actually shut the front (laughs) shit. I just you met Chandler. (laughs) I didn't meet him. No, he was kind of cute in Friends. I thought it would just be fun to heart that. Yeah, yeah, but that. I mean, but, oh, but he didn't that. reach out to you. No, he he did, but we never like that was it because basically, rare for me was a bit of fun where you heart and then Can you I see if somebody hearts you back. Mm. Is Chandler married? Oh God, I've no idea. I think these things are quite relevant. This is another very relevant conversation because I do feel that we live in a world where people have slightly forgotten. The importance of, yeah, Yeah. like being loyal and honorable in whatever you're in. So when you start dating someone, should you not go on the dating websites or should you keep your options open? There's a question. And I know the majority of men that I know would just keep their options open until they kind of figure stuff out. I'm not saying that's wrong because in the US, it's very different. In the US, you don't have one boyfriend. You have three or four. And you have your backups and if one lets you down, you go with the next one and you don't really commit to anybody. For about a year, you can date three or four people and that's totally acceptable. I I would not be happy if I went out to a bar and saw the person who I thought was dating sitting there with another date. I'd be like, uh, that's awkward. Do you know what? To me, it's a really, really bizarre thing. I've always been a one man kind of girl from I was... 17 when I had my first boyfriend and up until I got married I literally went from one relationship to another but there was never any overlapping I couldn't I but it's because I feel such a I would I would feel I was dishonoring myself and dishonest and if I'm with someone I'm with someone and this is my word and it would be disobeying my word it's not about them it's actually about the way that I honor myself as a human being now becoming older and older I, I had this conversation with a very, very dear friend of mine and but, but, a slightly no, older lady say? who I who I who I really love and admire. And it was a really interesting conversation where, you know, she said, The thing is, Caroline, when you get to know when you're getting to know a man, and it does take a while to get to know someone, and she actually said, and I think this is super advice for all you girls out there and all you gents out there who are dating. It takes at least six months to get to know someone. That's true. And for these six months, you need to put someone in your observation box. And while they are in that observation box, you are pretty free to do what you want up until the point where you guys make a commitment to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for some people, I have another friend who very recently uh, met the love of her life. They've known each other for many, many years. They've both been married. They've both got divorced. When they got together, they literally knew within 24 hours that they're going to spend the rest of their yeah. lives together. I think this can happen. I think you can have a very, very intense, solid connection. But I think that can only happen if you've got a little bit of history together, at least in terms of friends, mm-hmm. or you may have met each other for many years. You may have been married mm-hmm. to someone else, and now you're not married anymore, but you've always been very fond of each other. You know that. That kind of thing. Yeah. I do think you can make a decision very quickly. But I do think that if you're meeting a new person, I very much agree with this friend of mine who said, keep the observation box in mind. And and you know what? You don't know how he feels. He doesn't know how you feel. It takes time to build Absolutely. the groundwork and you cannot expect. And you don't have to yourself to be exclusive. But the moment that you have the feelings and whether they take 
two days, two weeks, two mm -hmm. months, or two years to build. You know, up until you've had the conversation about now it is exclusive. Now it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be you and I and break off everything yeah, else. I agree with that. I think also just in terms of protecting ourselves, that's what I was going to say. It's like to protect yourself from getting too into somebody too quickly. It's quite good for your mind not to give yourself completely to one person to begin with, which I was always guilty of when I, before I got married, you know, I'd meet somebody, I'd feel the connection. I didn't have any other responsibilities apart from growing that relationship. So you'd throw yourself into it. You also, you know, I was, we were young and impressionable. And when you fall in love, you fell hard and you fell quick. But my gosh, times have changed. But I mean, it is, it is and quite I remarkable. I have a, a 14 year old son who, you know, his sophistication within his, within his heart, within his mind, within his body for that matter, due to the fact that, and I think this has got a lot to do with the internet, I think it's got a lot to do with the fact also that we are very modern parents who are very open with our children and we speak about certain subjects that just weren't discussed previously mm -hmm. in our parents' generation. You know, we really talk and communicate with our kids that gives them tools at a far earlier stage to be more emotionally sophisticated and ready to jump into something. But I can't say that it doesn't really, whoa, you know, it goes and, and, and slightly, it, I, it does concern me that, you know, when you're 14 years old, that you can actually create really intense feelings for, for another person. And, you know, I think, are, are our children actually ready? Do they even know what it means? But, you know, again, people are doing things far earlier. Mm. They just are. You know, you hear in this country even of children getting pregnant when they're 10 years old. I mean, it is quite that's scary. Frightening. It's really very, very frightening. It's very, very frightening. And I've always been of the belief that, you know, you need to have a little bit of life experience and you need to learn a lot about yourself and learn a lot about what you really love as a person mm. and what makes your heart happy and which kind of qualities are important to you and another human being before you can actually enter into a relationship. And how old are you when you can but do that? That's actually a really interesting point because you said to me the other day, I am now in a position where I could fall in love again. And I think it's all to do, it's not even about who we're meeting. It's about where we're at and what stage we're at in our life. And for me, signing up to Rhea was a distraction. You know, I'd just come out of my marriage and I wanted to see what was out there. It was fun. I wasn't looking for love or commitment or anything other than to just see what single guys look like. Mm. And it was kind of a liberating experience. It was, it was interesting to see who was out there and who wanted to connect with me. Mm. So it was kind of more of a game and more of a, you know, investigation. Mm. And I think it's all to do with where you're at in your life. Now, I feel like I, I'm actually ready to start something with somebody. It's been mm. two years since I've been separated mm -hmm. and um, recently divorced. Mm. And I'm now in a position where I think, okay, my heart's fine. My heart's fixed. I'm healed. Mm. I'm now ready to take on another person in my life. And Although the one thing I think that scares me about a relationship is I don't want it to distract me from all the other things that I've got going on. And there's no, when you fall in love with somebody, there's no way that you can stop that coming into your judgment. So whether it be 
thinking about somebody when you're doing something with the kids or thinking about somebody when you should really be concentrating on a meeting or a conference call or whatever it is you're doing, it's a distraction. And that distraction is, it's disconcerting. It scares me and it's kind of makes me feel vulnerable and I don't want to feel vulnerable. Oh, but I love that. I mean, to meet you, absolutely. In the last few weeks, it's quite interesting because... I've had this feeling for a long time that 2018 was going to be the year of love. And I've slightly been putting it out there. And the effect of putting it out there has been magical. I mean, it's been magical. It's been magical because I feel that, you know, since the very end of last year and the beginning of this year, you know, I've met, you know, a few people where I've actually thought, wow, there are some really interesting men. And you've got to understand that I come from, you know, six or seven years of thinking, I'm never going to meet someone that I really, really can love with my heart, with my soul, with my mind, with my body. You know, they've had good things, but they Mm. haven't had everything that I want. Mm. And I don't want to compromise. I'm a very busy mother. I'm a very busy businesswoman at the same time. And the little time that I have beyond children and my work, I want to spend with my friends. Mm. So even the concept even the thought of finding the time to let a man into my life has been a little bit like how do I find that time not only how do I find that time like how much space would he have in my wardrobe Mm. for that matter (laughs) and you know to give up that little space in your wardrobe has got to be a really special person but at the same time I know that when I meet that person you they can have your wardrobe they can have my entire wardrobe and so recently I have felt flutters in my heart and I am enjoying it so much, so very much. And I know that I now actually will make the time. I will change anything in my diary to spend time with this person. That's simply because amazing but it is amazing it is amazing and i enjoy i am enjoying that feeling so much it's an amazing feeling listen i'm not gonna lie i had a connection with somebody or, or do have a connection with somebody i'm just not sure where i'm going with it and when i met this person initially on raya i thought absolutely not too young not right for me and then i was introduced later by a friend and i kind of just went with the flow And I still am slightly going with the flow, but I've realized that going with the flow can also be quite frustrating. And um, while I'm not looking for anything serious, I don't want to get married, none of that. I just want to know that my needs are being met as well as theirs. And I think there's a really big juggling act when you've got children and you make plans for them to be away. And, you know, it's not, we can't be spontaneous anymore. You know, if I want to go for dinner or have somebody over, I'm obviously not going to introduce my children to that person straight away because I don't know whether that's going to be one dinner or 10 dinners or... And it's just not appropriate. It takes time before you want to introduce someone to your kids. So I guess it takes quite a lot of organization to make things to plan. And um, I don't think that if if you don't have children, you just don't appreciate what it takes. And I'm not criticizing or having a go at anybody for not having children and not getting it. Because I understand. But it's you know a big really, deal. You and I had a conversation last night. You and I had many conversations yesterday. 
And it really struck me how, as you say right now, someone doesn't have children, it's really difficult for them to comprehend the amount of time it takes to organize yourself in order to create that time for them. Exactly. And I had the same experience first thing this morning. I woke up to a message from someone saying to me, actually, I totally forgot about this commitment I had on Saturday. Can we please change our dinner maybe to tomorrow? And I thought, oh, seriously? Mm. And then I thought, but you know what? I really, really want to see you. So yes. So I called him and I said, you know what? I will, you know what? I'm going to organize this. I will sort myself out. And absolutely, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And I went for a long walk in the park and I called a dear friend of mine just to talk about something else. And I was just feeling a little bit like, do you even know that I'm having to figure out where to plant my children, like with 36 hours notice and my dog and my cleaner for that matter. (laughs) And then when I got back here, my phone rang again and he said, hi, you know what? I've just been thinking it requires so much for you to reorganize everything because I know what it feels like to have children. And I know that you would have to go out of your way. And you know what? Let's stick to Saturday. I'm going to cancel what I have. And let's just stick to Saturday. And I just said to him, you know what? I love the way that you think. Because it is so much easier for me. Not that I wouldn't move the world for you tomorrow. Because I really would. And I've been trying to. But it does make it a little bit more Mm -hmm. difficult. And thank you so much for for understanding. And you see, the only reason why he could understand is because he has children. Right. And you know, I'm not saying that I'm not going to, you know, entertain the idea that I might want to date somebody that doesn't have children because I don't really, it doesn't matter who they are. You don't want to limit yourself. I just, I'm not limiting myself. I just need to feel like my feelings are being looked after as well. And I guess it's just, it makes things a little bit more complicated when you've got so many other things going on in your life. And somebody doesn't appreciate that there's a lot going on and you have to balance and juggle and you know what it's like a daily a daily thing it's like you know where when are you gonna for example you wake up in the morning and you think when am I going to exercise today because for part of me really needs to just give my body a huge bashing when I get up in the morning I just feel good about it thank the lord that I don't <laughs> exercise thank well, you the do lord yoga. That, well you know At home. 20 minutes a week that's it. Well, that's annoying because you look amazing. If I only did 20 minutes a week, I probably wouldn't feel as good as I do about myself. And and for me, working out is not just about looking great. It's about feeling great yeah. and it's about having the right attitude. I understand that. It's very, very healthy to let mm. go of all those endorphins. And just really pummel yourself. Yeah. You know, push yourself to a point that it actually hurts. God, I wish I could. I wish I could. I wish I could. satisfied afterwards. The thing is, is if I run 100 meters, I get a stitch. I'm, I, yeah, well, I understand that. But there are other forms of exercise that I can do for hours and hours (laughs) that are so much more satisfying, actually. You know what? Yoga and that other form of exercise are definitely what... everybody likes the other form of exercise, but it's not They are the ones that make me and my body quite happy, I've got to say. Yeah, me too. But anyway, I'm talking about Paolo's Body Bar here, which I love. So tell me, what is Paolo's Body Bar? So Paolo's Body Bar is a um, unique form of body bar that Paolo's developed... Paola, sorry, has developed. So it's a woman. Um, It's a woman. And... It's basically... Is it a, like a ballet bar? It's, it's, you use the ballet bar, but yep. sometimes you just use the mat. 
weights, boxing. It's like they have different versions of the class depending on what you feel like. So I try and do a different version every day. My f- Every day? If I can do it every day. It, honestly, the, when you first start going, it's so brutal. Shut the front I'm opening door. the front door to oh you. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to drag you. You are going to take me. Can Where I just go? say what I love about yeah. it is you don't necessarily have to um, run and get a stitch. In fact, you definitely don't have to run and get a stitch, but you do feel pain in your body while you're doing it. You know, when you want to stop doing something, but you can't, like when you sit against a wall, ski exercises, and you don't um, let your knees drop. Yeah. It's that kind of intensity. So, you know, when the pain gets so much and you think, oh my God, I can't sit here anymore. It's that going through the pain barrier. Oh. So it's very, it's, it's like Pilates, ballet, um, general exercise. Does it get boxing, into your glutes? Right into your glutes. Can I tell you something really, really funny? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When I joined a gym a number of years ago, mm. and after 6 years my gym did tell me that are you sure you want to renew another year? Because your track record on average for the last six years has been, you've been here between five and six times each year. And four of the times you just came for coffee. Are you sure you want to uh, rejoin? Um, that's brilliant. I mean, just completely ridiculous, right? So that's right? why but I don't what was join really a gym. When I did renew, uh, I haven't now, but uh, I did for one more year. They said, you know, it'd be a really good idea for you to go and speak to one of the... Trainers? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> just have a little bit of a discussion about your body and your targets and your diet, et cetera, et cetera. And what was so funny, this dude wanted me to make a movement so that he could feel my glutes. And he said, so, so try and do this. So, so, so maybe try and do this. And I tried to do that. And he said, well, how about you try and do this? And so I tried to do that. And he said, oh, my goodness. You have lost total connection with your glutes. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get into my glute simply because I haven't used my glutes. That's really weird. I must have used my glutes somehow. <laughs> in certain positions, we definitely use our glutes. But he, anyway, couldn't get me in that position to use my glutes. So you know what? Paula's ballet bar sounds great. So I would love to Come. go with you. I when? Went. I... when? When should we go? 
Well, I normally try and do it first thing in the morning because that's really the time for me when I like to get my exercise done. So I drop the kids at school, go straight to Paolo's body bar. If I don't do that, I do Epulsive, which again is really quick and um, effective. And then I like to get on with my day. So meetings. And the great thing about sports kit these days, I mean, like yoga wear, dance wear, everything, is you actually can go out for the day in your, I mean, I'm sitting here in my, you know, workout gear because I'm planning on going. Are you sitting there in your sweaty Betty? They are not sweaty Betty. This is 6090, which is actually one of my favorite sportswear brands. But the nice thing about this is that I've got a meeting after this. I'm planning on going to my meeting and then quickly running in for Paolo's body bar before I go and pick the kids up. So I love those leggings. Who did you say makes them? 6090. And let me see the top you're wearing. I'm wearing just a plain black top. But underneath, I've got my... I'm not going to show you my rolls of flowers. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. love that, Soph. Yeah. 60... 90. 60, 90. Online. Yeah. On, only online? Only online. Okay. We've got to go online, too, for that. Yeah, really So, good. what are your plans for this week? When are you going back to um, Paula's body bar? Because I actually want to put it in the diary okay. right now. Well, 10.45 I want to ensure because I also promised myself that 2018 was going to be the year that I'm going to get fit. I've made a commitment. Okay, so let's say 12 on Thursday. 12 on Thursday. And should I then cook you lunch afterwards? That sounds delicious. Okay, I will. So what, do you that, feel like, um, what do you feel like eating? Well, I try and stick to quite simple things during the day. So I try and have like an avocado for breakfast or a smoothie or one of my collagen coffees, which I love. Um, and then for lunch, just keep it really clean. So either have salmon, chicken, or just even just a green salad. Okay, I've got to have a chat to you about salmon. Should we just go through our daily? Because it might be quite helpful to people. How to stay really um, energetic, get enough into your body, and not overeat or undereat. Because I think that's kind of quite a big thing on every. You know, we're all really busy. We've got to keep our energy going. Mm. And I really try and eat clean now. You know, mm. it took a long time for me to get my body back after having children. Mm. And now I'm determined to keep it mm. and eat clean and have all the things I need. Mm. So, and I know you're the same because obviously you've got your fabulous cookbook. So um, it'd be quite interesting to see what it is that you eat in a day. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, avocado for breakfast or a smoothie. Yeah, so my breakfast today was, I start with a celery juice. Okay. I very much believe that celery is a real body cleanser celery juice and then i had for breakfast these little corn cakes right with mushed avocado cucumber Yum. olive oil and pink himalayan sea salt delicious and then i had two double shot cappuccinos with organic skim milk and then i had a mandarin as in <laughs> like a mandarin Not. orange <laughs> for lunch today i'm going to do a Big mix salad with lots of nuts and seeds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a chopped salad, just with lots of seeds and vegetables. Yep. Fresh lemon juice, tamari, olive oil, and pink tamari. Himalayan salt. I've seen you use tamari before. What but does I love tamari, tamari. do? I, it's just a really nice way of salting your salad. And it's a, it's a substitute for a soy sauce, okay. which I think is absolutely delicious. This evening, we've got Danish friends coming for dinner, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make spag Bowl, oh, my favorite. Which I just love. You know, it's I love it. Absolute and favorite. I use normal pasta. Do you? Absolutely. I don't have a problem with wheat or dairy. See, I do. You see, wheat. my body, and I think, again, that's a lot of Scandinavians. You know, the majority, the main part of our diet, growing up anyway, was, you know, we, we would have a lot of milk. We'd a lot of cheese. We'd mm. a lot of bread. So my body personally 
doesn't have any can problem. That. Yeah. yeah, easily, easily. Mm. And I've had these allergy tests and mm. dairy and wheat never come up. The funny things that come up with me are things like pineapple. Really? Sweet corn and red pepper. So it's actually tomatoes and red pepper are known to be slightly poisonous for humans. And it's funny because I, I almost lose the skin on my tongue. I'm extremely sensitive. I know what my body can take and what it can't take. But what I wanted to say to you with regards to salmon, mm. and it's, I think it's a very, very, very important conversation because people are saying that it's actually really dangerous to eat the majority of salmons nowadays because a lot of these salmons are farmed in water where nothing else can live. Because the water That's is so point. toxic. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people need to start talking about and thinking about before they purchase their goods is, is not so much what do you eat. It's about what, what the food it, yeah. you eat eats. Yeah. That's a very good point. We're living at a time where we will get sick and if we, we have don't to think be about very it. careful about what we put into mm-hmm. our bodies. And, and I do realize that buying wild fish, buying organic fruit and vegetables uh buying high quality meats that come from places where the animals are eating organic grass or Mm. corn or whatever it might be i know that it is a lot more expensive but i also think that a lot of people say that there is only so and so much that your body needs in a day Mm. so this whole over Duffication yeah. is another thing that one needs to bear in mind. You know what? You don't need these big, huge portions that are actually better serving for people. You know, it's not that I don't eat a lot because I do eat a lot. I have a very, very good, healthy, manly appetite. But at the end of the day, when, when I choose my fish or my meats or my chicken, which is, you know, what's expensive, my quantities are rather small. And I would rather buy less but know that I'm buying the highest quality in terms of the way that what these animals and fish have been fed. And I also, I've very much gone in the direction of eating a lot of vegetables Mm -hmm. and eating pulses and nuts as well. It makes me feel good. I have great energy. And you know what's really interesting, Soph? I've probably had the hardest year and a half of, of my life, although I'd say the last 10 years have been pretty tough emotionally, on so many different levels but in terms of real stress the last year and a half because there have been some major decisions uh, requiring a lot of time and research that are being made literally as we speak but as a result of that I felt as if I've been lying under a lorry in many ways because it's been extremely stressful almost to the point that I felt someone's been standing on top of me And you know, when you're super stressed and you've got a lot on your mind, often that means that, you know, to get a really good night's sleep is more difficult because your mind, my mind is going a thousand miles per hour. I've got Mm -hmm. so many things to think about and until they are solved, they keep on going round and round in my head. But what I found that is so remarkable is that I haven't got sick at all for the last year and a half. And can I tell you what I put that down to? Mm Mm-hmm. I really put that down to being really mindful about the ingredients that I buy, um, but also being really mindful around chewing. I really chew my food. And 
they say that the more you chew your food, the easier it is for the body to break it down and actually use all the nutrients you put into your body. And I really believe that that is the reason why I haven't got sick. I've still drunk alcohol. I have a very sweet tooth. I haven't at any point in time allowed myself to anything but indulge. I do indulge. But I chew everything I put into my mouth. And I chew, you know, a good 10, 15 times mm. per mouthful. And I just feel as if my body has been able to use everything in a different way. I have for many, many years been like a Labrador. I would literally be in mouth swallow, in mouth swallow. Yeah, it's a good point. I think it makes sense. I think you've also been to the Maya Clinic, which is very good at teaching you how to I read. did go to the Viva Maya and yeah. I passed out after three days because I'm not the type of person who can be put on an 800 calorie a day. You know, I, mm. I'm very lucky. I've got a very high metabolism, but I've also got very active adrenals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for Most, me yeah, on a normal day, I burn three to 4,000 calories. Mm. And I do that naturally. That yeah. is... Well, you're very lucky. Well, just, very lucky. just to get to the a few quick... Uh, recommendations for people to stay fit and healthy with enough nutrients and energy in your diet per day. I would say for me, everybody's different, but it's avocados, it's eggs, it's omelets, it's fried eggs, it's scrambled eggs, it's um, any form of eggs, really high in protein, really low in fat, great at filling you up and keeping you going. Green salads, as you say, salmon, if you buy it from the right place, chicken, any sort of fish, and lots of nuts, that's what I snack on. If I'm hungry in the daytime between meetings, I will drink a bottle of water and have a handful of pine nuts or sunflower seeds or whatever it is. And I think that's kind of my different way of looking at what I'm eating these days. I eat quite a lot of hummus, which is not great for you, but I love it. Oh, I think it's very good for you. But I'm actually going to challenge you, Sophie, on the mm. whole egg conversation. And I'm going to challenge you mm. on that in our next podcast. Okay. Because you may think that eggs are really good for you, but I would beg to differ. Well, I can't wait to hear that. But I just want to come back to one thing that you brought up because I did something last night which changed my life. I went to bed feeling anxious and with a lot of questions swimming around my head. And I couldn't switch them off. You know, sometimes where you just want to turn stuff off, but you can't. My phone was off, the TV was off, and I was lying in my bed, staring at the ceiling, thinking, these are all the things I've got to do. This is on my to-do list. These are things I haven't done. And I was feeling a little bit of anxiety. And I thought, how do I switch those voices off? Now, a very good friend of mine who I had dinner with last Thursday who's an actress who also has scripts going around her head and, you know, she's got to learn a lot and quickly and be on the best of her game all the time, recommended me this amazing YouTube called Sleep and Confidence. Now, just rest back comfortably and take in a deep breath. Now, you put it on next to your bed, high volume. And as you breathe out, just allow yourself to close down your eyes. All the lights are off. And it basically takes you through five minutes of relaxation. Now let your entire body relax. All the way from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes. And then goes into how you can relax and unwind. Now, five minutes into this YouTube, I was sound asleep. My children had to wake me up by shaking me this morning at quarter past seven and I'm normally up at quarter to seven. I haven't slept that well oh my gosh. in I can't remember how long because as we all do, we have so much going on in our heads and switching off those voices can sometimes be quite a challenge. I can't recommend this enough. It's Isn't this interesting? Yeah, do, re do repeat it again for our it's listeners. It's called sleep hypnosis for deep confidence. 
and it is absolutely phenomenal. I can't even tell you. In brackets, it says depression, anxiety, insomnia, self-esteem. Now, I'm not going to highlight those things because I don't feel I suffer from any of them in a particular way. So don't be put off the title. Just use it for sleep and relaxation. I'm going to do exactly the same. It's by Michael Seeley and it's on YouTube. And I promise you, I'm listening to this every night when I get into my bed. I don't know if you're like me, Sophie, but Mm. I find that literally on a day-to-day basis, I'm getting a lot of questions from a lot of my wonderful followers. And let me just use this opportunity to say thank you very much for following me. I really, really appreciate it. It's, and so it's, do I. It's, it's a funny it's world. It's a funny, an it's amazing a funny thing. support network. Really. It really is. And really I is. feel like I have connected with everybody in that. And, yeah. I, and I feel truly blessed that I'm in a position where I have that. Yeah. And you know what? It's also a, it's an enormous privilege to kind of feel as if we're given an opportunity to inspire people and to give them joy in their life. And it's also, I know it's really important to both Sophie and I, now that there are these ways of communicating, if you guys have anything that you want to talk to us about or discuss with us, please, please, please do direct message us on our Instagrams at Sophie Stanbury or at Caroline Fleming Official. And we will make sure that we discuss your questions and topics as soon as possible. But the first thing that I just wanted to say uh, now and and talk to Sophie about it it is the fact that there are a lot of our followers who are asking about Ladies of London. And whether it's coming back. is happening? Is it coming back? What's going on? We miss it. We love it. And you know what, guys? For now, it has been shelved. Yeah. It's been round and round and round and there's been so many discussions about how to bring it back, when to bring it back, if we should bring it back. And I think um, for each of us, we would be very willing to do that and go on that journey again. But um, as it stands... Well, I'm not sure that everyone would. Well, not everybody. There's a few people who would be happy to carry on that journey and a few people who wouldn't. And I think the problem is, is that because we don't all live in the same country anymore, because um, the camera crew and the producers fly in from LA, it's actually a very expensive thing to produce. And it's complicated. And because we're not all in the same place now, Marissa's in California, Caroline's in Dubai... It's just not as fluid and easy to bring the group together again. And that's what's causing the issues. This is one of the reasons why Sophie and I decided to do this podcast, because it would be a great opportunity for us to kind of bring the girls back together once in a while. We've spoken to all the girls and they can't wait to come and guess this wonderful podcast. So again, any questions you have will be... Totally discussed. Absolutely, absolutely. When Caroline comes back from Dubai, she wants to come and have a chat. So we'll schedule one in. We'll do a podcast with her. Juliet's very keen to do one as well. Julie's very keen to update on on her current job with the BBC, which is amazing. The whole Harry and Meghan wedding. It's so exciting. You know what? I've actually been asked to do uh, the Danish BBC TV Talk 
they want me to be uh, the commentator on the royal wow, wedding for that, which is exciting. quite hilarious. So, what do we all brilliant. think about? What do we all think about this upcoming wedding? What do we think about? And I just want to say, I don't know if any of you guys out there have been watching The Crown. I've just finished watching the first season, and I've got to say that, wow, I've been really quite surprised by so many things. You know, if it is close to the truth, first of all. My heart was so touched by Queen Elizabeth's father about mm. how loving he was to his daughters mm-hmm. and how great the family values really were. And I must say that I was also slightly hurt inside my heart that at the dilemma that the Queen was put in when Princess Margaret wanted to marry the love of her life and was simply not forbidden able to grant that yeah. to do this even though the queen wanted to grant her this wish she was not able to because she also was head of uh head of the church yeah, yeah. and what's interesting and the reason i bring this up now is because we're now sitting in a situation where prince harry has been allowed to do what his grandmother didn't allow her sister to do prince harry is going to marry a divorcee who also comes from a completely different background. And I think it's quite remarkable how much time has moved. And the the day and age that we live in today, everything is so different. And, you know, there is a lot more acceptance and forgiveness. Actually, talking about acceptance and forgiveness, somebody sent me something on my DM the other day, which was really interesting about how in America, the old Indian culture was completely wiped out. The caption was, we live in a country where they tried to eradicate every native tribe. They said their ways were evil and even in the constitution it refers to us as merciless Indian savages. They did everything they could to exterminate the first people of this land. It's up to us to value and preserve what culture we have left in unity and hope. Celebrate diversity, warrior prayer, And I think that, and I'm going to show Caroline these images now. I think what we have tried to do in this world is squash anybody that is so alternative to the way that we think. I I don't mean we as in me. Mm. I mean, as a society, if we don't understand or allow the acceptance of other teachings and other ways of conducting tribes or life or life forces, we've tried to impose a very critical analysis of it and shut down everything else all the other forces that were in our world Mm. we've tried to close everything down so that we're only dealing with things that we know we check the boxes and they align with what we believe and acceptance is completely lost and I think we're now of the understanding that there is a bigger picture out there that there is a universe that our world is very delicate and that we need to do things to preserve it Mm. and each other and there's a bigger unspoken language out there which nobody really taps into at the moment we've lost the acceptance and understanding of the bigger picture and the bigger like the compassion compassion but also you know all the warrior tribes and messages and the 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 kind of really grassroots up things that kind of led people to live their lives the morals that they had and very unique small but they were all part of our culture and our Absolutely. world and they've all been squashed and gradually eradicated mm-hmm. you know the 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 brazilian rainforest where there were tribes living in there slowly but surely that's disappeared and we're just imposing what we think we should 
do is the right thing and it's just it just seems like we've got in such a pickle and in such a mess over so many things in this world and we should have listened to these greater beings to the universe to more of a spiritual path because we're now dealing with the consequences you know in, in, in other ways i think that society has really moved and i mean this upcoming royal wedding is a prime example of really seeing understanding and acceptance of of another human being and you know what love isn't that the reason we're here in the first place isn't that how we came here isn't that really what we all want out of life at the end of the day and love is something you can never dictate you can't decide beforehand what it's going to look like no you cannot you can absolutely not you can absolutely not Absolutely. Well, I think it's a fantastic, you know, unity of two people that have clearly fallen in love for all the right reasons. And the acceptance now of the royal family that Harry's going to marry somebody that is divorced and that his happiness comes before the protocol. And I think that is a massive step in the right direction. And but I'm truly I, happy. Yeah. That and you know what's wonderful? It's wonderful to see how much public support that they have. And then I go back to the crown that that I've been watching for the last couple of weeks and really, really enjoying. And what is a real shame too is that there you also saw such public support Mm -hmm. for Princess Margaret and Peter Townsend. And it's really interesting. It's really remarkable how the world can stand together. But at the end of the day, there are powers that will always have the end say. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's whether we're talking politics, whether we're talking monarchies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I suppose that's what really separates the world. It's when all the people don't really agree with the powers. And I I mean, I think that's a very good point. No one's going to agree on everything. So acceptance and understanding are really key in all of this. And that's something that I think has been missing for quite a long time, which is why the world has become a fairly toxic place. And you know, certainly in our own relationships, understanding and forgiveness is massive. I mean, you know, we all want our children to do a certain, behave a certain way and act a certain way and conduct themselves in a certain way. But the truth of it is, is as mothers, they're going to play up, they're going to mess around. And I think we're now in a position where we understand more about psychology and, you know, where we might have as children been seen and not heard or being told to conduct ourselves in a certain way we're now allowing our children to be much more expressive to be gay if they want to be gay to be artists if they want to be artists Mm. politicians doctors Mm. or just be you know just wherever life takes them wherever the life takes them there's i feel like the pressure has thankfully eased up a little bit on our children and our future generation or, or of course we want the best for our children do we you want to never push them. so find yourself thinking oh my gosh i just have done what i dislike my parents for doing of all the time isn't that isn't it all funny the time. how certain things that you dislike about a previous generation and wham bam you find yourself doing it's the same normally thing. the knee-jerk reactions to things so it's normally if you see a disaster that's just unfolded before your very eyes and my reaction is to go into like oh my goodness mode what have you done yeah rather than 
you know, my my son Harry is is a real experimenting, you know, little thinker who loves to empty something that shouldn't be emptied into something else and watch the chemical reaction of it. And sometimes it can be my perfume with my foundation or whatever <laughs> it is. And I'm thinking, oh, I, I love that. I could really kill you right now. But, you know, and, and then your new but at the same time, is isn't it say, magical? What the heck do you think you're doing? Yeah. You know, why are you making such a giant mess? Why are you being disruptive? And actually... He's being a child. He's being... He's experimenting. And obviously yeah. he knows that there are some things he shouldn't be doing, yeah. which he does, yeah. which are obviously testing the boundaries yeah. but you know I think my knee-jerk reaction is to do what I was brought up with which was to say right that's it out time out think about what you've done and when you're ready to apologize come back yeah. and I now know that if I do that with Harry it causes an unnecessary amount of tension and unhappiness which actually could be dealt with in a very different way and mm. I'm really trying to deal with it in a different way. I find that if I see my children doing something that I really don't want them to do, I have made a pact with myself that I'm going to breathe slowly three times and close my eyes and really contemplate. Are you about to be like your own parents or is this actually okay? Are mm. they just being is it really that normal bad? Yeah. children? Mm. And And I find that Actually, they are just being normal children. Mm -hmm. If I look back into my own childhood, there's a really, really funny story. My mother had just had a new dressing table made. And she was so excited about this dressing table. And apparently, I was about four years old. And she was down in the kitchen. And Caroline, four years old, was up in her dressing room. And I came down with a pair of scissors and quite a lot of small bits of the fabric oh, of gosh. her dressing table. Oh, no. And I said to her, Mummy... I've just made your dressing table and she walked up and I had cut the whole oh my thing to shreds. She was furious. And I actually understand that she was furious. Yeah. Um, my children haven't been quite so creative. Well, saying that my daughter's going through a time of slime. You have boys. Mm. I don't know if they're into this slime thing. I have a lot I of ants and unwanted inhabitants from our garden often brought into the house that's my biggest thing i think wilma just needs to go to the loo <laughs> okay. and to you listeners out there thank you so much for listening to us we send you lots of love and lots we will see love. you next week bye from london Ciao. Nothing you can make that can't be made No one you can save that can't be saved Nothing you can do but you can learn how to be you in time
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.